The Patriots didn't make the playoffs for the first time in 20 years, and I'm very happy about that. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Putting my jaunty tune aside, yes, the Patriots did not make the NFL playoffs, and neither did the Jets. <laughs> it stinks because I'm a Jets fan. This week on the show, we're going to talk all about the future of those two franchises, along with everything that happened today in the NFL world. Of course, we have to get into all the latest NBA rumor mill fun stuff. And can't forget, MLB and NHL are right around the corner, so we'll talk about them too. Stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now! Welcome, welcome to the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. For those of you that are new to the show, welcome to my humble abode. We're working on a new studio setup, so ignore all the things you see behind me, like this fun bookshelf that has all my science textbooks on it. Yes, physical therapist by day, sports reporter by night. Whew, how's your weekend? It was nice. Happy New Year, 2021, baby. I think this is going to be a better year than last one for almost all of us. And if there's somebody out there who thinks otherwise, get out. Just leave right now. (laughs) All right, friends. Wow, I'm really hyped up today, aren't I? Pizza for dinner. That'll do it. Well... Um, with that, if you enjoyed the show today, make sure you find us on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports, Sports, Sports with Nick Drago. That's me. And then uh, you can like, comment, share, all that other fun stuff. You can also email me directly at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. You ready to talk? Let's talk. Because there was a lot, a lot of stuff happened this weekend. And uh, we're going to start with the uh, the scores of today's NFL football games. I don't want that one. Hold on a second. And here we go. All right, Vikings, Vikings, and Lions. Vikings took a win today, 37-35. Nice win there for the Vikes. Doesn't mean much for them, really. Buccaneers got a win over the Falcons, 44-27. Tom Brady, 43 touchdowns at 43 years old. You got to applaud the guy for being able to do this at at such an advanced age. Patriots going to win over the Jets, 28-14. Surprise, surprise, what else is new? Yeah, we're going to talk about them. And the Bills got a huge win over the Dolphins, 56-26. Yes, you heard that right. Three touchdowns by Josh Allen. Two of them going to uh, Antonio Williams, 63 yards today for him. Uh, Browns got a win over the Steelers. Big, 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 big win for them, 24-22, and I think they're going to end up playing each other next week now. Uh, The Giants got a win over the Cowboys, 23-19, and we're just awaiting the results of the Washington game. We'll talk about that. Uh, Bengals, they lose to the Ravens, 38-3. Colts beat the Jags, 28-14. Titans get a win over the Texans, 41-38. 
Rams beat the Cardinals 18-7. Saints got a win over the Panthers 33-7. Packers beat the Bears 35-16. Chargers got a win over the Chiefs 38-21. Seahawks beat the 49ers 26-23. And the Raiders get a win over the Broncos 32-31. One making them eight and eight, five hundred even for the season. Now Washington and Philly are facing off right now. Right, it is seven to nothing at the moment. The winner of this game determines who gets in the playoffs. And no, it's not the Eagles. But if the Washington football team wins the game, they're in the playoffs. If they lose, it is the New York Giants at six and. 10 that get in so we'll see we'll see what happens there let's take a peeky poo at the standings in the afc bills are on top of course at 13 and 3 miami finishes the season 10 and 6 new england 7 and 9 new york is 2 and 14 Pittsburgh gets a win. Uh, Pittsburgh <laughs> Pittsburgh takes the AFC North at twelve and four. Baltimore and Cleveland both in the playoffs at eleven and five. Cincinnati four and eleven. In the AFC South, the Titans got into the playoffs at eleven and five. So did the Colts at eleven and five. Jacksonville they're four and twelve. Jacks I'm sorry. Houston's four and twelve. Jacksonville's one and fifteen. The Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Actually, we, you know, I do want to talk about that because Trevor Lawrence got his butt kicked by Justin Fields the other day. And uh, I'm wondering, maybe they change and go with Justin Fields instead. The guy shows like he has all the tools he needs. We'll find out he does have a championship game to play. And if he wins, there may just be a chance that Lawrence doesn't go to the Jaguars. I mean, they're just dumb enough to make that move. Uh, the Chiefs, they get they uh, take their division 14-2, and two, and yes, they clinch the conference. Vegas is 8-8, eight and eight, Chargers are 7-9, and nine, and Denver is 5-11. and 11. We're going to look at the playoffs in a second. Moving into the A, NFC, I already said it could be New York, it could be Washington. Both have losing terrible records, and both will probably not make it out of the first round, but you never know. Losing teams have won in the playoffs before. We'll see what happens. Dallas and Philly are eliminated. Green Bay, they take their division 13-3. and three. The Bears get into the playoffs. They squeak in at 8-8. Eight and eight. Remember, this team started 5-1, and one, and then they had a miserable couple of weeks, kind of put it together at the end. While Minnesota, even though they got that big win today, they really choked as well. So uh, Minnesota's out. Detroit's out. New Orleans at 12-4. Tampa Bay is 11-5. Uh, Cardinals five and eleven. Atlanta's four and eleven. Uh, four and twelve. Seattle. The Seahawks are twelve and four. The Rams. They've had a good couple of weeks. They're up ten and six. Well, they did lose to the Jets, but that that's a whole different story. They're ten and six, so they're in Arizona. Arizona is another team that had a great run of it, uh, losing their last two games. They could have finished the season at ten and six as well. Those last two games really pushed them out of the playoffs. They could have gotten in over the Bears. And uh, San Francisco, there were at six and ten. So let's take a look right now at the playoffs. Right now, you have Kansas City's number one, then Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Baltimore, Cleveland, and Indianapolis. So uh, you're going to get the Bills taking on the Colts. Right? I like that game. I really do. 
Um, you're going to have Pittsburgh taking on Cleveland. I like that game even more. Cleveland has to win now two games in a row because they just beat the Steelers this week. They're going to have to beat the Steelers again next week. And then Tennessee is going to get Baltimore, and that's not a matchup you want to see if you're if you're the Tennessee Titans. Baltimore has the tools. They had a slow start to the season. They really pulled it together towards the end. Uh, Tennessee, meanwhile, had a great start to the season and faltered the last few weeks. So uh, who am I picking here? Jeez, there's there's a lot of great uh, greatness I'm seeing. First off, uh, Buffalo, man, uh, I'm just not sold on Buffalo. But against the Colts, absolutely. I think that you're going to get the Bills beat the Colts. Pittsburgh and Cleveland, it's going to be a close one again, but it's really hard to win two in a row. I see Pittsburgh getting out of this one and Baltimore upsetting Tennessee. Uh, and then if you're looking at the next week's matchups, by the end of it, I'm going with Kansas City and I'm going with Baltimore. I know, right? Baltimore, I could see them beating the Bills. I could see them really taking off of the playoffs. Kansas City by far is the team to beat, though. Honestly, they're 14-2. and two. They have Mahomes. They, they have one, some of the best offensive weapons, some, one of the best defenses in the game. I'm going with Kansas City in this one. When we look at the NFC, the picture, like I said, not as clear, uh, and that's because of the Giants-Washington uh, team issue. But you have Green Bay, New Orleans, Seattle. We'll say Washington right now because they're beating the Eagles. Uh, Tampa Bay, the Rams, and the Bears. I think New Orleans is going to wipe the floor with the Bears. Seattle is going to wipe the floor with the Rams. And Tampa Bay is going to wipe the floor with uh, either New York or Washington. This this conference is not as tight, in my opinion. Um, or maybe you could say it's tighter. Actually, I would I would go the opposite route. Because the other, you know, in the AFC, it's pretty obvious that Kansas City is the team to beat. Here, it could be anyone. You know, some people were saying, well, Green Bay hasn't faced anybody real. Seattle is always competitive. New Orleans is always competitive, but doesn't get very far. Tampa Bay could be a wild card. Maybe Tom Brady playing with a chip on his shoulder. You know how he does when that happens. So I think it could be interesting going over the uh, next couple of weeks. Something I found humorous, Jason Garrett uh, kept the Cowboys out of the playoffs yet again. You know, if the the Cowboys managed to beat the Giants, they would have been in. Um, but Jason Garrett, even though he's not coaching the Cowboys, still manages to keep the Cowboys away from the playoffs. So that was just a funny little tidbit. Derrick Henry becomes the eighth player in NFL history to rush for 2,000 yards in a single season. The last player to hit that was Adrian Peterson, who's at 2,097 yards. And uh, the first player to ever do it, you had uh, uh, O.J. Simpson's on that list. Chris Johnson's on that list. I mean, Derrick Henry is, uh, there's a lot of names out there, a lot of big names that he's being compared to. And I like the guy. He's a bull out there, man. He is a bull. Beat, ball, boop, bop, bop. By the way, Colts. Philip Rivers passes Dan Marino for fifth all-time on the career touchdown list. Is he a guy he'd ever thought would be there? No. Is he a guy that I would consider the best quarterback in NFL history? Definitely not. But something about Philip Rivers and his 1,200 children, and uh, he's leading the Colts pretty far, at least getting him in the playoffs, so he extends his career just a little bit more today. Vikings receiver Justin Jefferson... <laughs> He uh, broke a record with uh, 12, let's see, let's see, uh, the most, most yards for a rookie in the Super Bowl era. Do I have that number though? 1,400 yards f- for the season. Four- 1,400 yards. Not bad. 
Not bad at all. He broke uh, Anquan Bolden's record. All right, so let's start looking at next year. You know, the Eagles are still playing right now, but let's face it, Carson Wentz is done in Philadelphia. And you know what? So could Doug Peterson. Report went out today that their relationship is beyond repair. This could go in so many different directions. It's very likely that the Eagles are not going to hold on to Carson Wentz. He did request to be traded, or or he's about to request to be traded. Uh, what, what did I have here? Uh, he's. It's expected that he will ask to be traded. Um, because you know Jalen Hurts has basically take over, taken over this team, and he's looking pretty good doing it. There's definitely going to be teams out there who want Carson Wentz, be it as a starter, a backup. The guy's getting paid a lot of money. It might be tough to trade him now. The Eagles could also turn around and get rid of Doug Peterson. It's no surprise that he is going he's going to take on a lot of the blame for this season's troubles. Let's be real here. The Eagles don't have a bad team. Well, that's not true. They have a bad team. But their division, anybody could have taken it. One or two more wins, and they could have been in the playoffs right now. And they're not. And that really stings if you're Philly. So uh, I don't know if Doug Peterson's coming back or not. I, they might give him one more year, fix it, or you're done. It's hard to say, but uh, you know his name did come up as a replacement for Adam Gase. The New York Jets are expected to fire their coach. Um, I just love this picture of Adam Gase with the bug eyes. As soon as this happened, I was like, this guy, this was a terrible idea. As soon as I heard the name, the first thing that popped in my head was, Who? What? Why? Yep. Basically, the worst replacement they could come up with, they came up with. So, I don't have much confidence that the Jets are going to pick somebody better. Maybe they'd surprise me. I don't know. But, uh, you know, these are some of the best candidates to replace him. But these are also candidates for a lot of open positions that are going to be swimming around the NFL right now. This coaching carousel is real. I said I segued from Doug Peterson because Doug Peterson is on this list, but right now it's that's still a long shot. There's a lot that can happen between now and then. Uh, all right, so let's look at Chiefs offensive coordinator. Hmm, I hate names. Eric Bienemy? Uh, listen, his name's been floating around for a while now. Obviously, the Chiefs' offense has been amazing. He's been Andy Reid's right-hand man for uh, for a little bit now. And uh, they have turned the NFL upside down with their system. Now, granted, they have a guy like, like Mahomes. But Jets are in a good position right now. They have a ton of cap space. They have the second pick in the draft. They're, they should go quarterback. They should focus on offense. But we'll see what they do. Jets being the Jets. Who knows? And, and you know I keep saying Jets <laughs> because I'm a Jets fan, unfortunately. But there are plenty of other teams out there that are going to be looking for any of these coaches. So if your team's out there looking for a coach, these names might pop up. Uh, Brian DeBall, uh, he's the offensive coordinator for the Bills. And honestly, the offensive coordinator for the Bills a couple years ago would make you snicker. But... He's legitimately turned Josh Allen into an MVP candidate. The Bills are having their best season in a very long time. I would not be surprised if DeBall gets some some reads. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. Arthur Smith with the Tennessee Titans. Now, he did something that Adam Gase couldn't. He turned Ryan Tannehill 
into a legitimate starting quarterback. The guy is amazing. It just shows that the right system and the right player, it works. It's hard to just fit square pegs into round holes, am I right? Arthur Smith, his name could be thrown out there as well. Pep Hamilton. This one was a little bit more surprising to me. Um, you know, if you're looking at quarterback development, as this article likes to point out, Pep Hamilton has made he, he's made Jared Goff look like a superstar. I'm sorry, Pep is the um, quarterback's coach for the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, I'm sorry, the Chargers. We're not even looking at the. Never mind. <laughs> I got. I'm sorry. I got confused with the Rams. Uh, this makes him even even more like a left field candidate and and honestly you know what if he's probably the candidate the Jets will go for because they always seem to go for somebody out of left field or whatever it may be um I I wouldn't say Justin Herbert's been amazing um he's shown flashes of greatness I honestly his name being on this list is a little surprising Robert Soleil uh he's definitely been uh he he's kept he's kept San Francisco's defense rock solid in the last few years that you know their offense has been up down up down i think the 49ers defense is pretty pretty good and of course richard sherman's been uh, really pulling for him too i mentioned doug peterson there so a lot of big names out there in the coaching carousel keep your eyes open if your team's looking for a coach could be any one of them drew Brees. Drew Brees could retire after this season. Let's see what happens after the playoffs shakeout. Maybe they win the championship. Maybe he decides to stay around. I don't know. Tom Brady. All right. I did want to talk about the Patriots. Tom Brady made the playoffs. Bill Belichick did not. Hmm. That's a check in the Brady column. I don't like Belichick. I don't like Brady either, but like, I like him more now that we don't play him two times a year. He can hang out in Tampa Bay all he wants. <laughs> um... But here's the deal. He actually played just as well this year than he did last year, I would argue. Actually, he did better this year. He had 36 touchdowns. He had more interceptions by a few. Better completion percentage. Couple more, couple hundred yards. Um, that's without Bill Belichick. So if you're looking at these two guys and saying Brady's only as good as Belichick, that's not true. And you're looking at Belichick and saying Belichick's only good with Brady. Well, the last time Belichick had a losing season was 2000. Last time they missed the playoffs, 2000. So uh, without Brady, Belichick's not looking so hot. And uh, they could be without Cam Newton next year too because apparently Commando Cam, has anybody called him that before? Because if not, trademark right now. Commando Cam, hashtag it. Tell your friends and then tell them what sports, sports, sports with Nick Drago. That's me. (laughs) All right, shameless plug aside, Commando Cam. I love it. Cam Newton is most likely moving on from the Patriots. He's going to get a a decent contract somewhere. Somebody's going to want the guy. I don't think he's backup material just yet, but he hasn't proved to me that he's a a superstar. You know, he's not the MVP candidate he was in 2015. Just to get a quick update on the Eagles score right now, it is 10 Nothing in favor of Washington. So Washington football team really pushing for that playoff spot. All right, let's look at the NBA. A lot of games from this weekend. Mavericks got a win over the Heat, 93-83. Grizzlies beating the Hornets, 108-93. You know, I've been keeping tabs on the Hornets because Ball, 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 Ball had 15 points. He's still growing into his own. Give him some time. The Hornets, though, are, are in the middle of this weird rebuild thing. Pistons got a weird win over the Celtics, 96 
to 93. I say weird because it's just not like them to be a team like that. Jason Tatum, 28 points. Jalen Brown, 25 uh, Hawks beating the Nets 114-96. Timberwolves lose to the Wizards 130-109. to Wizards first win of the season. They are 1-5 right now. Russell Westbrook. Um, actually, he's, did he even play? He's not even playing. Never mind. Okay, moving on. Uh, Bucks get a win over the Bulls 126-97. Lakers beat the Spurs 109-103. Jazz beat the Clippers 106-100. Suns got a win over the Nuggets 106-103. Trailblazers got a win over the Warriors 123-98. Now, yesterday's game is Rockets beat the Kings 102-94. Kings are on having a great start to their season so far. We'll mention them in a moment. Thunder beat the Magic 108-99. Knicks got a win over the Pacers. Booyah! 106-102. 76ers, they're having a great start to their season. 127-112 over the Hornets. Pelicans beat the Raptors 120-116. Cavs beat the Hawks 96-91. Cavaliers also having a great start to their season right now being led by, uh, by Colin Sexton. That is his real name, Colin Sexton, 27 points in that game. All right, today's games, Celtics beat the Pistons 122-120. to 120. Lakers got a win over the Grizzlies 108-94. Wizards, they beat the Nets 123-122. to 122. Westbrook and Beal really kicked it into overdrive, and they even got some help from Thomas Bryant, the youngster, uh, helping them out. The Nets, meanwhile, Durant, Irving looking great. That... I gotta say that's a fun that's a fun game there. So the Wizards uh, actually have two two wins. The standings have changed since I looked because that that game must have recently ended. Uh, right now, Nuggets are beating the Timberwolves one hundred to eighty eight. Jazz are beating the Spurs one twenty two ninety one. Bulls are tied with the Mavericks at fifty four apiece. Clippers beating the Suns sixty two to forty, and the Trailblazers are trailing the Warriors twenty three fifteen. Let's take a look at those standings. Let's make sure this is updated as well. Philly on top in the East, 5-1. Great start. Great start for the 76ers. Orlando's 4-2. Indianapolis is 4-2. Cleveland's 4-2. I don't think anyone expected those three teams to be doing that well right now. Atlanta could be coming into their own this year. Trey Young's looking pretty darn good at 4-2. The Hawks could be finally, finally back in the playoff contention. We'll see what happens. Still early in the season, so you know this is all going to change. Boston's 4 and 3, Knicks are in there at 3 and 3, and the Bucks also at 3 and 3. Beyond them is Brooklyn, they're also 500, Miami 2 and 3, Chicago 2 and 4, Charlotte's 2 and 4, Toronto's 1 and 4, Detroit's 1 and 5, and Washington is 1 and 5. So a lot of they're just like I said, it's still early. Oh, look, we're getting texts here. Still early in the season, uh still early in the season for sure. But you can see that there's a couple of surprise teams, you know, Orlando, Indianapolis, Cleveland, Atlanta, New York, weren't really playoff teams last year. Brooklyn, Miami, Toronto, they were, and uh, they're struggling right now. But again, it's still so early. Milwaukee's struggling. Washington, who has Beal, Westbrook, they're struggling, but I think they're going to pick it up pull it together in the west you have phoenix is five and one pelicans are four and two clippers four and two lakers four and two jazz is three and two portland's three and two houston's two and two and the kings who were very high i think they were in second place a couple days ago are now in eighth at three and three but still great start to the season for them spurs are two and three memphis two and three dallas is two and three minnesota's two and three okay is two and three 
Golden State's two and three, and Denver, another surprise team. They're one and four. Like I said, they're winning their game right now. Again, it's early, so you know Golden State. They're kind of in a weird position right now because you want you're expecting them to be a playoff team with Steph Curry back, but they haven't really played like it. Uh, Denver definitely needs to pull it together, but a lot of these other teams, I'm not too surprised about. Uh, Phoenix being five and one, I, I guess that's a big one. That's a big one. James Harden, mm, the Nets may not be attempting a trade for him. Apparently, there were some uh, souring words from D'Antoni that uh, made the Nets feel like they really didn't need him. And honestly, I don't think they do. I think with Durant and I in and Irving, the way they're playing, they're phenomenal. Harden's like throwing a very explosive grenade in that, where, yeah, he's going to elevate your team, but, geez, you have no idea how he's going to play with your players. May end up blowing everything up. Clippers staff members have to quarantine after a New Year's Eve event. That's right. They traveled from Salt Lake to L.A. over the weekend. Uh, do, 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 do. They had one positive test that was at the staff gathering. Uh, they were eating food and drinks. I don't think there's anything about them wearing masks. I mean, this is this is all crazy town. I, I don't care to talk that much about this. But, yeah, they're all going to have to be... I mean, part of their staff is going to have to be um, quarantined for a short bit. And we'll you know we'll find out more about who it is and, and why. Marvin Bagley. Uh, Kings have been rolling early this season, but it looks like Marvin Bagley's dad wants him to get out of Sacramento. And on any given year... I'd say that's fair. If you're the best player on that team, you're also going to want to get out of Sacramento. But uh, let's see. He had 12 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists. This is in their most recent game. How is he doing this year? I don't actually have his stats. Let's look that up. Marvin Bagley. Let's look up Marvin Bagley stats. If you don't know Marvin Bagley stats, that is a real shame. This year, he's averaging 11.8 points per game. So he's having a little bit of a drop-off from last year and the year before. I mean, the kid's still 21 years old. A lot of these guys don't. Once you hit 25, that's when you really take off in the NBA. Obviously, the Kings want to hold on to him long-term, but we'll see what happens. Quick update on the uh, Eagles-Washington game. It's now 10-6. Eagles making it a game. Let's see what happens. All right, Major League Baseball. Mmm. Mm. The Padres pulled a huge coup this weekend. They're going for it. Listen, the Padres have been aggressive now for the last two years. Since they since they brought in Machado, they have been going ham. They brought in Yu Darvish. They just traded for Blake Snell. And now the rumor on the street is that they want where's that? Where's that? They want to extend Fernando Tatis. And that is a very smart move to make because he was arguably one of their best players last year. Arguably one of their best, probably arguably their best player last year. Um, Padres are making moves. Is it good enough to beat the Dodgers? Ah, that's hard to say, but you know they want to. You know they want to. Masahiro Tanaka has not signed yet with the Yankees. He may consider leaving MLB altogether. Red Sox hiring Bianca Smith. She is the first black female pro baseball coach. Congratulations, Bianca. We're proud of you. Um, more and more female uh, f- female coaches are being involved in the sports world. I know we had... Uh, oh, my God. Um... Spurs, Becky Hammond, is that her name? Spurs, coach. 
Do, 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 do. Yeah, Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond, uh, after Greg Popovich was kicked out of a uh, game the other day, got to uh, step in, shoot a shot with the Spurs. I don't believe they won that game, but that's okay. Congratulations to her as well. All right, hockey time. Barzal. Matt Barzal has not signed yet with the Islanders and misses his first day of training camp. If you're an Islanders fan, hit the panic button. You know, this guy has has been your saving grace the last few years. You know, after they lost Tavares, Barzal stepped in. 60 points in 68 games last season. 17 points in 22 playoff games. You need him. The team should be signing him. Doesn't matter what it costs. They have the money. It's the New York team. They have the money and they don't spend it a lot. Uh, Trot seems to think that if he doesn't re-sign, they have a lot of other great options, and I don't expect that to be true. It could just be a ploy. Uh, on the other side of the coin, Dan Marino. John Marino. Dan Marino. I'm busy digging about football here. John Marino signs a six-year, $26.4 million contract with the Penguins. 23 years old. He's really only played one full season with the Penguins, but it's expected that he's going to be just as good as Chris Letang. He sort of filled the shoes uh, for Justin Schultz on the Penguins last year. And if you're not a hockey fan, you have no idea what I'm talking about. And you know what? I just realized the biggest hockey news. I didn't even have it on my list here. We need to talk about Zdeno Chara leaving the Boston Bruins. The Boston Bruins. And signing with the Washington Capitals. Ew! Listen, Zdeno Chara is, how old? The guy's like 43 years old. He's been with the Bruins for a very long time. 14 years. 14 years he's been with Boston. He was their captain. He was their guy. Won a championship there. And now here he is leaving the team. Why? Well, realistically, it, it came down to the point that the team felt, the Boston Bruins felt that he was more of a bench player at this time. They wanted to reduce his role, bring in some other fresh blood. Chara doesn't feel the same way. He feels like he's still a starter. He's still the guy. And so he wanted to play with a team that uh, he thinks will give him more playing time. Capitals have an older team this year. I I actually don't like the look of their new team. They brought in a lot of new players. Uh, who have sort of lost their edge a little bit, guys who were kind of cast-offs on their other teams. If it all clicks together, you could have a uh, Vegas Golden Knight situation where these guys just chip on their shoulder and take off. But uh, yeah, Washington's going to be an interesting team to see, but Chara makes them instantly better. Just Daniel Chara is the type of guy that any NHL team would want. It's it's a surprise the Bruins don't, but... uh, not a surprise in that. So uh, la- one last look into the Washington Eagles game. It's now 10-7. If you're not watching it, turn it on. If you're listening to this podcast, the game's already over. So don't turn it on. Well, with that, I have done enough chit-chatting for today. Friends, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you. Special thanks, as usual, to Johanna Drago. She's the content editor, logo designer, and set designer of this podcast. Uh, the music you hear for the show is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. And special thanks as usual to our social media warriors, Mary Kay and Gal, Gary Albert, Jason Koontz, my cousin. I know he listens to these too, and uh, Joe Calabro, and Jorge Pajares, and all the all the friends out there. And uh, with 
that. Is that all I have to say? I think that's all I have to say. Find us on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. This is how you type on a computer, right? With these hands flailing about. Anyone just listening to me on a podcast is like, what is he talking about? He's talking a mile a minute. I can't even keep up with him. Who knows who somebody... Yep, that's right. All right. Let me slow it down a little bit. Like, comment, share, Twitter at me, and all those fun doo-doo things that you'd like to do so well on the social media. Friends, as usual, it's been a pleasure, but I need to go to bed. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, and... Kick off!